thank you, Jamal, for joining us. I know it is going to be a big fight week coming up for you, but we, Giandra and I want to thank you for joining us on the Best Women's Boxing Show, period. Uh, you guys, Jamal Hitman Charlo, undefeated, defending his WBC middleweight strap is here. Jamal, how's everything going with you? Everything going good. Uh, I'm not defending the strap, but... I oh, that's right. That's right. I apologize. That's right. Go but, ahead. Uh, yeah. Right now, I'm on the undercard of uh, Benavidez and uh, Andrade um, versus the brother. So, yeah. Okay, so uh, it is a it's a catchweight with Jose Benavidez Jr. and mm -hmm. um, it is uh, it's one of the fights you've been out of the ring for a while. Good to see you back. Thank you very much, um, and I'm glad that you are in the better health. Uh, Giandra, I know you want to ask this question immediately off the bat. Mm -hmm. You know, observing the the two of you, and I and I watched your last press conference, and you guys have some pretty hot animus. You know, is it real? Is it real beef? Is it? He seems to have that effect on people. I, when I've seen him in other pressers, like Crawford and other people he's fought, the the energy is very high. I mean, I don't know, dude. I mean, uh, he got all the rights to you know try to sell the fight, hype it up or not. Uh, maybe he's just, you know, in a different mind state or whatever, but let him uh, hype it up, sell the fight, I guess. You know, uh, that's that's how he comes off as a fighter. Um, you know, big bad wolf. So, you know how that go. So well, on you the flip of that, you have this sort of kind of zen sense to yourself compared to what we've known you earlier in your career what do you attribute this new zen calmer jermal charlo to um i guess i took away from um a lot of the things that was going on like you know back then i got a chance to analyze it and look at it from my the outside perspective for the last two years and uh just noticed some things that's just kind of not in me anymore like um more so focused on my craft and perfecting uh what I do in the ring more so than what everybody how everybody else feel about me or not you've been out of the ring for 29 months and the last time Giander and I saw you I can't remember which fight week we she had a quick interview with you and she talked about uh, you talked about being Zen and about religion. Uh, what what was that aha moment for you? Uh, for you to come back, did something happen to you one day, and it just a light bulb came up, or what? Um, I mean, every a lot of things happened to me. Um, you know, uh, just got a taste of reality, and um, pretty much just set myself aside from being a. Uh, everyone's, you know, undefeated world champion to being a, more so like a father, a commissioner, someone who uh, understands herself fully now. With that, with that understanding of yourself fully during that time, you touched upon a little bit of like a spirit, your spiritual walk, really tapping in to, to Christianity. Um, 
I think you and, and if I'm not mistaken, you and Ryan maybe chatted a couple of times about spirituality and worship and those type of things. Is that still like a centering thing for you? Have you guys worshiped together or anything like that? If you're willing to share, it's really personal. Uh, yeah, we uh, said a couple of prayers together where we talk um, often and Ryan is a tremendous fighter, good kid in and outside the ring. Um, and we both kind of like felt the same way about how we, you know, let our job dictate what we really, how we really feel about the sport and the things that's actually going on in our everyday life. But everyone, you know, they look at us as like, uh, like action figures instead of being like a regular human being. You know, we definitely have like, the same problems you guys have and just a normal life, you know, we all tie our shoes the same, but, you know, um, I tapped into just get myself, uh, to this point where I want to do it again and compete again and fight again. And at a point I just, it, it, I'd rather, I'd rather find myself and fight for myself than, find out, you know, whatever, how everybody else feel about me and stuff. Absolutely. I, I, we applaud you because you guys are humans just like we are. We all go through mental issues or mental health issues. We we have feelings and uh, you guys do it on a whole different level, but you're, you're normal just like us. Now, when you talked about mental health, since you've had the WBC title for 20, for 29 months, uh, has the WBC reached out to you because they really pride themselves on uh, mental health awareness and clean sport during that time you're out? Yeah, um, I've met up with the WBC, uh, pretty much everyone on the board. Um, I've flown wherever they need me to go, and we spoke plenty of times, and um, they they often check in with me, and I check in with them, and uh, Mauricio was one of my uh, mentors on getting myself back together and someone that allowed me to, uh, you know, put my platform here. And I'm not like trying to be some big advocate of like mental health or whatnot, uh, or, you know, uh, I'm just let God use me for whatever God has for me and store for me. But at the same time, um, I'm, I'm not like making any excuses or anything about it. It's just some things just happen to be the way they are, you know. During during your press conference, your virtual press conference, it was very heated. Both of you and, and Jose were going back and forth. You did mention and you caused you you caused boxing Twitter to go crazy. You said that you didn't care about the WBC WBC belt. It's nothing but a trophy because you're looking to move up in weight. Can you expand a little bit on that? Because Everyone had a took it a different way, and Mauricio also. I mean, yeah, I talked to him about it. Obviously, he knew exactly what I meant. Um, the guy is, was actually slandering the fact that he's not going up for the WBC title, and he feels like, Well, I'll fight me if he can't fight for the bill. And I'm saying, like, uh, you're fighting me, so. Just say he does uh uh do good in a fight and uh just just so he kept it off and I and he's better that night than I am. 
then you beat the WBC champion. Like it's it's you 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 don't get the title as being the champion, but you uh, you know what I'm saying. You beat the WBC champion if you're willing to do so. You get what I'm saying. Not saying anything negative towards the WBC. I love the WBC. I love being the WBC champion and they've done for me. Um, everybody misconstrued things sometimes. And I guess to, it sounds like that to you guys saying that the the actual title itself, the world championship, the leather, the gold plated thing is a trophy. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it's 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 hanging up in my living room. It doesn't make me, uh, you know, breathe better or my heart stop beating or anything like that. If I have it or don't, it's just it's pretty much. I'm saying, yes, I'm, you know, happy to have it, but I'm not ce actually celebrating the fight being, you know, a WBC crown. So people just kind of misunderstood what I said, misunderstood what I said, but it's, it's understandable. Um, but no, I um, cleared that up with the WBC. I didn't really have to go back to you guys on Twitter or whatnot and say like, you know, if the if if so happened, I do go up in weight divisions. I would definitely go up to fight at one sixty eight for the WBC. So it's not like I'm saying fuck the WBC or fuck any other nation or any other commission. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's a it's a title. And if I have to go up in weight divisions or fight at a catch weight like this, don't worry about the WBC. I'm still the champion. I still represent the WBC well and I'll make them proud on the 20th. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I'm, I'm I know. Thanks for clarifying know. on that. You know how often, uh, you know, we don't ever get fully get to get both sides. So I appreciate you you saying all that. That was very cool. So as our time starts to wind down now, we're going to enter a new chapter of boxing with the turn of the year, a new direction. Showtime has exited the sport. Uh, PBC fighters, there's a lot of you, uh, will look to continue to fight in the future. Where... If you could, what would you like to see the next phase to be? You know, nobody is going to hold this over your head, I hope. But what what do you want the next phase to look like in boxing since the model is cha it's changing? It's always changing and, and morphing into different things. How do you want it to look? Like, where do you want fights to be? Um, I mean, a lot of things have changed, obviously. Uh, in life in general a lot of things are based off of uh, social media platforms and uh, things are branching out you know i with the old and with the new uh i'm not really so hoping for a change but maybe you know um boxing can get more fluent uh, for fighters also, because um, there's thousands of fighters around the world, um, but no one get a chance to see them. Uh, no one knows, you know, who's fighting who and why and for what reason. So maybe boxing can get a little bit more fluent. Um, I would like to see that. I would like to see some type of union come in effect where, um, you know, Boxers are taken care of after, you know, fighting because, you know, boxing don't last forever. 
but that's typically real hard to do uh, more so say because of the promoters but um boxing can get in a, a way where like um i remember back when i was uh maybe about 12 13 years old um i was boxing at the time also but uh wwf was the big you know smackdown mm-hmm. came thursdays and the crowd was always packed, you know. Um, everyone knew about SmackDown. Everybody knew about WWF. It eventually turned into the WWE, and it still became. It still rose to become like one of the most entertaining, you know, objectives that of, of the night or WrestleMania, and everyone. In, Everyone knew about the pay-per-view event. Like, you had to buy it. Um, maybe boxing could come to a sense where you sign, like, you in the NBA. I mean, a lot of things change, you know, back from what it used to be to what it is now. Oh, I could only imagine how far it's going to go. And hopefully it doesn't go to the point where it falls off. Everybody mm. got to move to Saudi. I think that's it, that's <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> true. I mean, I, I get why you would say that, but, um, you know, if you move to Saudi Arabia, you hopefully you in the, you know, NBA or the NFL, like, of the boxing. You know what I mean? You're not just, you know, one of those just, everybody can't fight Saudi Arabia. It has to be some kind of way where, Boxing has this platform where you guys start understanding, like, it's levels to it. You get what I'm saying? Like, um, I feel like some of the amateur fighters should be on pay-per-view. Maybe one of the top biggest amateur fights, uh, I guess what we would call that now is what social media YouTuber fighters, you know? That's what that's basically what an amateur fighter is, but at a, at a high level. Well, they have some amateur fighters that's won, like, 20 nationals and golden gloves and all kinds of JOs and Pan American games and even Olympic uh, championships, they don't get exposure until they become pro. And then when they turn pro, they have a long field to go through before they can get to like that major level. So who knows where boxing is going to go? We can sit and talk about it all day, but uh, honestly, it just needs a union. It needs a league. Like boxing has to have some type of organization and with the promoters stepping on each other, feeding all this and all that, it's not really working. Amen to that, because I had a conversation yesterday that the Olympics maybe have a boxing one more year and then maybe that's it. And that's a shame for all the fighters coming back up. Hopefully it's just not a thing where boxing is just completely just like, yeah oh you know uh well jermal we appreciate yeah jermal we appreciate your time it is so good to see you back uh you're smiling we like this jermal very zen (laughs) i love it all right you guys tune in he and jose benavidez jr are going to be the co-main event on david benavidez versus demetrius andre november 25th at Michelob ultra arena in viva las vegas best of luck to you jamal and uh best of luck to everyone on the card and happy early thanksgiving 
Thank you. All right. Thank I you. Celebrate Thanksgiving this year. So I'm still right. thankful. Thank Seasons you. Beating. Seasons beating. <laughs> Seasons beating. Seasons beating. That's all it is. All right. Take care, Jamal. Thank you. Thanks.